This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we tend to keep things bottled up, we throw them under the rug, and we just keep forgetting about it, pushing it away, ignoring it until it just gets in our face. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to take those things that you've been putting away, and figure out how to work through what's weighing you down. I personally used to always bottle things up and ignore them and tell myself I was okay, and I got really tired of doing that until I started to go to therapy regularly. Therapy is a place where you can gain positive coping skills, learn how to set boundaries, empower yourself to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have have experienced major trauma. I personally haven't experienced major trauma and I'm an active user of therapy. Therapy has honestly changed my life and if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're capable and able to switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Alana to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Alana. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode of Morning Ray. Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of Anthropocene Reviewed and The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Azah Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend, Daisy, is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Azah is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. Thank you, Turtles All the Way Down, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm, Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, and I'm excited for this episode. It's been a hot sec since we did a little solo episode. I feel like these are super intimate and 
fun for me to do. I get to just chat with you guys, give you, self, give you guys a little life update. Um, today's episode is going to be an advice column. So I went to my Instagram, at LennyBFit, if you're not following me there already, and I didn't ask me anything um, question box. So I have quite a few questions um, to go through. But until then, let's get into our weekly intention. So my weekly intention is to eat three meals a day. I feel like, again, once like even though I meal prep this week, this week has been like this week that I'm recording. Um, it's currently Thursday. So last Thursday, if you're listening to this on Monday when it airs, but it was kind of a bit of a shit show. Um, very anxious. Um, a few things like didn't go as planned and that's okay. That's life. We adjust, we pivot. Um, but I really want to try eat three proper meals a day. I just know I feel my best when I'm doing that. Um, opposed to having like snacks and constantly feeling like the need to go to the kitchen. Um, if I have three proper meals, it's sustained me a lot more. I feel a lot more balanced. My nutrition is a lot better. Um, I'm decreasing my risk for food insecurity. This is like my education coming through from my one course. But my weekly intention is to eat three meals a week. And that leads me into the tip of the week. I'm all for intuitive eating. But if you find you're like me where you're leaning towards snacks more than actual meals, which is fine. That's totally okay. But if you feel like you need to have like a a sufficient meal – um, try planning out your meals. I actually saw Sammy Clark show something. She'll go like through um, her week on a Sunday or Saturday whenever like you plan to do your grocery shopping and she'll do like breakfast, lunch, dinner, um, even like account for like eating in or getting takeout or like going for re- dinners at restaurants, etc. or going to friends. Um, and then she'll like make her grocery list according to whatever recipe she plans to make that week which I think is really smart. Then that limits your food waste. Um, you know what you're making that week and it helps keep you organized. And let's go into my current favorites. I am currently obsessed with, as of this morning, the Nude Sticks Hydra Peptide Lip Butter with Shia, Shay, Shia, I don't know, and avocado. Um, it's like the Nude Sticks Nude Skin. I got this gifted last night at an event and it feels incredible like beyond incredible so highly recommend it's the first nude skin product I'm trying out but loving that and I also just ordered a bunch of things from Revolve and I'm obsessed with so many of the pieces if you're curious to see what I ordered head to my YouTube channel and watch my most recent um vlog it's a what I eat in a day with unboxing like vlog loving all like the crop tanks and um, this one cable knit cardigan. I'm obsessed with it. Um, my therapist said it's like the Rory Gilmore, like from Gilmore Girls cardigan. So comfortable. I was scared like ordering it um, that I wasn't going to actually wear it because I found myself like not really wearing cardigans anymore, but I'm obsessed with this. It's like this oversized chunky cream knit um, cardigan. It's like long enough. It covers my bum um, and it has like buttons so you can button it up. I like it open like over a tank top. Um, you could even do like a turtleneck. Um, I'm also obsessed with these jeans from Girlfriend Denim. Um, they are pricey, but they fit so, so well. Caitlin Nolan recommended them to me um, to pick them up from Revolve. I forget what they're called. 
They are so the cardigan is the Le Academy Amer cable cardigan, and then the jeans are the girlfriend Sophia's tomboy straight jean. Really love them, and then I also really love the Le Academy Maven top and the Lovers and Friends edge cropped cardigan. Super super cute, super nice. But let's get into the Q and A portion of the pod. If you've been following me for a while, then you would know that one, I absolutely love breakfast. Two, I am a huge pancake fan. And three, I love Flourish. Flourish Pancakes was made to make healthy eating easier and more delicious than it's ever been. And I'm really excited to say that they are sponsoring today's episode of the pod because I actually used to work for Flourish. I was their social media manager back in the day, back when Flourish was six months old. So this is like a full circle moment, guys. Flourish products are high in protein and low in sugar, meaning that you'll feel satisfied and full until your next meal with no energy crashes. They're so delicious and you won't even believe that they're packed with protein. No chalky, bland, or cardboard-like pancakes. These are the pancakes you know and love from your childhood with the high protein and nutrients that you desire. They use only the most high-quality ingredients, and you can trust that every bite is filled with ingredients that will nourish your body. Oh, and there's something for everyone, whether it be high protein, plant-based and gluten-free options, or even low-carb or keto options, there is something for you. They're ready in minutes, and they have so many different flavors, from vanilla to buttermilk to chocolate and even seasonal flavors like pumpkin spice and birthday cake. You will find something just for you. You can use code LANI, L-A-N-I, at checkout at flourishpancakes.com for 10% off. And if you are unsure of where to go, you can click the link in the show notes to get your discount today. That's LANI, L-A-N-I, for 10% off at flourishpancakes.com. Thank you, Flourish Pancakes, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Okay. A listener asks how to juggle school, work, and a social life. Girl... Um, it's really hard. I, I'm currently doing it. I'm always asked, how the heck do I do it? I think I'm just so used to having so many things on my plate that I'm used to juggling it. I think it's really important to understand your boundaries. So know when it's too much in one certain category. Um, with work, I really try to keep it like if you work like a nine to five, I think it's really important to keep work within your work hours, like don't let it come into other, like outside of it. Like if you work nine to five, like don't be answering emails at like six or 8 p.m. or like before like your 9 a.m. start. I think that's like, it's really important to set those boundaries with yourself and with other people and that way people respect you. And just know that like when you get an email, you don't need to answer it right away. Answer it when it's appropriate to you and when you have time to do it for yourself. That person can wait unless it's like extremely urgent and it's like mentioned in that. But otherwise, the world's not going to end if you don't answer the email at the second that they send it to you. And it took me a while to really come to terms with this and really like set that boundary with myself. Um, In terms of a social life, plan ahead, like think ahead. Don't like just like sporadically always make your plans. Like, yeah, it's fun to do that sometimes, but make plans. Um, also, like if you are trying – if it's like final season like and your friend like also has work, like maybe you can meet up at a coffee shop and you can do work and like you can chat a little bit and you can have a coffee and a bite, um, but you're still being productive and doing your work. 
the weekends, I really like to leave for relaxing and seeing friends and being social. So I try to get most of my work done during the week um, and in the evenings during the week. So like I'll do school on the evenings if I have time. If I have to do school on the weekends, then I will obviously, but I really try not to. Um, But using a planner, um, Google Calendar or a physical planner, I love – my vision and action planner, I actually have a discount code. It's Lanny10, L-A-N-I-1-0. And it's an amazing planner. It also has an area for manifestation and mind dumps and journaling. So it's like your goal setting, your journaling, your planning all in one. And I absolutely love it. But Google plan- Google Calendar is my best friend. It's my sidekick. It's my personal assistant. I would be lost without it. And that really helps me stay on top of all my deadlines between school and work because it can be really hard to remember all those deadlines in your head. I used to be someone that thought that I could remember all the deadlines in my head, but you really can't, um, especially if you have a lot going on. So use your planner, color coordinate it for the different categories in your life. So like have a color for like personal things, appointments, um, work things, school things, even within school, like for each of your courses, have a different color and have it send you reminders, which is super helpful. A listener asked how to become confident. I think confidence is like something you really have to work on, but just know that no one cares about you and your appearance and what's going on in your life as much as you do, and no one's analyzing it as much as you do. And we're all just trying to get by in life and feel a part of something and be something. So honestly, fake it till you make it, embody that confidence, and eventually it will become true to you. And like Sarah's day always says, act confident and no one will question you. And I think that was like the biggest thing that I ever decided to do. Like, for example, think of that girl or that guy in your grade that just dresses so cool and everyone just associates that with their personality and who they are as a person. And I feel like the first thought you get, like, if you were to try to dress like that, it's like, oh, I can't dress like that. Only they can dress like that. Well, they can dress like that because they embody the confidence and they started doing that and they started rocking it. So if you want to be that person that dresses super cool, just do it and own it. Like, if you're going to do something, be 100% with it and own it. Just own it. And, like, who cares if not everyone likes it? Not everyone's going to like you. You don't want everyone to like you. Um, So just be confident in that. How to decide if switching schools and or a degree is the best option? Really struggling. This is a really hard one, and I've been there. I went there after second year. I transferred from Laurier to Ryerson. I stayed the same sort of degree. Like I was doing a Bachelor of Business Administration at Laurier, and I'm doing a Bachelor of Commerce at Ryerson. So it's still a business program, but switching schools was a really big decision, and it's scary, and it's it's really daunting because you don't know – if switching schools or programs is going to change anything for you. But I think you have to really just listen to your gut and block out all the outside noise because I feel like we're taught that if we don't finish what we started at school, like if like we 
decided we were going to do a Bachelor of Kinesiology or something. Like we were going to major in kin and we were going to go to school X and be there for four years and finish that. And like if we don't do that, then we see ourselves as a failure. But that's so not the case. And I feel like it's also seen as being weaker or not as intelligent if you take more than four years to do your undergrad, which again is so not the case. In third year after transferring to Ryerson, I had this realization in my marketing class. It was an introductory marketing class. And yes, I was a third year taking a first year course, but my professor really opened my eyes up to something. I admired her and thought she was so smart and so awesome. And it literally took her six years to do her undergrad. And within those six years, she was able to take on so many leadership roles and associations with the school, with clubs and such, and manage budgets um, that really set her up for success that she wouldn't have had the opportunity to do so if she had finished her degree in four years, if she hadn't given herself the time and the opportunity to participate in extracurriculars or work outside of school. So just know that like your gut always knows. And if it's the fear of judgment of others for switching programs or schools or finishing school quote unquote later than you should have, then if that's like what's holding you back, really try to let go of it. And I'm promise you, I know this sounds like stupid, like your gut will know. And if you switch and you hate it, then you gave it a shot. And then you don't have those what if thoughts, like what if I did switch and what if I did like it better? And you can always switch again. Like there's, there's no limit to switching. And also just remember that school isn't for everyone and not every school is the same. And college versus university in Canada is very different. I believe in the States it would be like community college versus like col- state college. Um, like an associate's versus like a bachelor's. But just know that your gut instinct knows. Um, Who are your favorite influencers? Okay. I love Rachel Ratke. I love Margot Lee, Kenzie Elizabeth, Lauren Elizabeth, Claudia Saluski, Brooke Michio, um... Caitlin, Nolan, even though we're besties. Um, Who else? Those are like the first ones that come to mind. Sarah's Day, love her. Sammy Clark, love her. JC Marie and Chelsea Jade, love them. I think I'll leave it there. What is your workout routine? I'm actually switching workout routines as we speak. Um, I just started Strong by Whitney Simmons on her app Alive. It's a lifting program. Really liking that. But that's what I'm doing for lifting right now. I've also been into running. Running now in the cold is a bit different, so I'm transitioning to running on the treadmill. I want to try run one to two times a week on the treadmill. I've been really enjoying doing spin at Ride Cycle Club like once a week, so I've been doing that. Um, Honestly, just like kind of whatever I feel. I also love doing the booty hit classes at Sweat and Tonic. Um, Not a huge fan of their spin. It's still really good, just not – it's not like spin like at like Soul Cycle or Spinco or Ride. Um, so I prefer to do spin there, but I love, love, love all their hit classes. Their Pilates is also great. How do you shift the mindset to being content when you're by yourself? 
I feel like I'm someone who is definitely like an extroverted introvert. I know online I may come across as more extroverted and outgoing because I can be super outgoing in small group situations on one-on-one with people who I'm comfortable with. But I love spending time alone. I love being alone. I love being independent and being comfortable with being alone has been something that I've worked on like since high school and having confidence and being independent and doing like things alone like going to a coffee shop or going to get food at a restaurant by yourself or running errands by yourself um instilling like the confidence and comfort and being able to do that alone is really thrilling um I think it's like important to acknowledge like you are the only person that is going to be with you for the rest of your life. So if you're not comfortable being alone, then are you really comfortable with yourself? So I challenge you to spend time alone and to become comfortable with the uncomfortable if it's uncomfortable to you. I think alone time is really great. Um, Obviously, like too much of anything isn't good, but I believe that ample alone time is really good for you. It really helps you become aware of what you need and yourself and allows you to really reflect internally and to just sit with your thoughts. And I think like with anything, like change the mindset from I have to be alone to I get to be alone or I get to have alone time right now. I get to go and be independent. I get to go and go to this coffee shop alone. I get to go and grab this thing from the pharmacy alone. How do you get into the routine of getting up early? Consistency, 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 like anything. You need to do something at least 21 days in a row, at least 21 days consistently in order to build good habits. It's also discipline, baby. Like I don't want to wake up early every single day. Sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes I press snooze a lot. Lately, I've been pressing snooze a lot because I've been exhausted. Um, But also waking up early and like a good morning routine starts with a solid night routine. So make sure you're going to bed early enough. Make sure you're winding down. Read a book. Get off your phone. Get off the computer. Stop watching Netflix and YouTube before bed. Pick up a book. um, Read. Journal really wind down, set the mood, get your seven to nine hours of sleep a night um, and just be consistent with like the time that you go to bed and the time that you wake up. The second that your alarm goes off in the morning, I need to get back into this, but literally hit, turn it off, get out of bed, open your blinds. If it's dark out, put a lamp on, make sure you see light. It wakes you up. It stops your body from producing melatonin and get up, get moving and just like jump right into that routine. I realized this whenever I had to go to the airport super early that if I just got up right away, it was so, so much easier. If you just lay in your bed after your alarm goes off, it's so much harder to get up. So just literally get out of bed, like jump out like Bugs Bunny, like you're like an electric bunny, like get out of bed and be consistent with it and discipline yourself. Um, I always like to sleep in a little bit on the weekends, aka like 8 a.m. for me because normally I wake up at like 6, 6.30, but just be consistent and disciplined. How to grow your social media, feeling drained after not seeing results on my social media growth. I think it's really important to reflect internally and to dig deep down like why are you starting your social media page? 
Is it because you want a following? Then of course it's going to be draining if you're not growing. I know it can be frustrating either way, but it's going to be extremely draining if you're not growing rapidly enough. Like I've been posting on social media for four years and only in the pandemic, like within the past year and a half, did my page really start to take off. To put it into perspective, in March 2020, I had just over 8,000 followers. In January 2021, I had 20,000 followers. This summer, my following doubled. So consistency is key. Think about your why. Your why shouldn't be to gain a following. Yes, everyone loves that. Well, not everyone, but most people kind of want that. But that shouldn't be your why. People are going to see straight through it if that's like if you're clout chasing, if that's all you want. Like you need to have a purpose and you need to provide value and you need to have a why behind why you're so passionate with sharing whatever it is that you are on social media. So I love connecting with people. I love sharing knowledge that I know with people. I love positively motivating people. I love sharing my life with people. That's my why. Thoughts and opinions on fruit first, food combining, trying to get out of it. Girl, girl, girl. Oh my God. I send my love to you. You do not need to eat fruit first. You do not need to follow food rules. There is literally... No one food is just one macronutrient, just to put that in perspective. No one food is just a fat. No one food is just a carb. No one food is just a protein. There are little bits of everything. Um, And if it works for you, it works for you. But if you find it's controlling you and it's become disordered, Just know that you ate differently before and your body was fine and everything will be fine if you don't have fruit first, if you don't follow the food combining rules, and it is merely just another fad diet that Kenzie Burke created. Well, she didn't create. She promoted. Um, I really challenge you to read Intuitive Eating Resources. I love the Fuck It Diet book. Um, There's also the Intuitive Eating book. I encourage you to unfollow or mute pages that are promoting food combining. Um, That will really help break your mindset of that. And I challenge you to eat your fear foods, to eat your fear combinations. Like have a protein and a starch together. Have fruit with a protein. Have a smoothie with protein in it. I really encourage you to face those food fears and to try to encourage yourself to let go of those rules. How to start working out again. I have some CrossFit experience. I think trying out a bunch of different workout classes, like getting class pass or trials at different workout studios is a super great place to start or even trying out different programs or trying out workouts posted online by different fitness trainers on Instagram, on TikTok, etc. I think trying out a variety of different types of workouts can really help you figure out what you like and what you don't like in a workout. Um, I love Legree. I love HIIT classes. Like I love Sweat and Tonic if you're in Toronto. Um, I was a big fan of F45. I love Spin. I love Soul Cycles, Spinco, Ride. Um, I love reformer Pilates, like classic reformer Pilates. Um, so just like try a bunch of different things in terms of like workout apps and programs. I love the sweat app. That's how I got into working out. I love, love, love programs. I think that is the biggest 
thing that's allowed me to stay so consistent all these years after coming out of dancing competitively and training competitively in dance, um, having a plan to follow and knowing like the deadline and knowing what I have each, to do each week really helps me. Um, I love the Alive app. I love Tasha Frank and Pilates. I love Sammy Clark's Form app. Um, they also have weekly schedules. Melissa Wood Health is also amazing for Pilates. I love Tamara Anthony's fitness plan. She has monthly weight training like gym guides. She also has a dumbbell plan. She has a home plan. I also love Olivia Poling's um, Hot Girl ebook. Um, that's also a great plan. I just finished it. Honestly, plans or workout classes where there's like a community um, aspect to it is super helpful. Things that help with my anxiety. Um, therapy. I do cognitive behavioral therapy bi-weekly. I started off going weekly. It's helped me tremendously in like kind of like rewiring how I think about things and giving me the tools um, to have in my toolkit um, when I feel anxious. CBD, I absolutely love. It doesn't have THC in it. You don't get high. I've never been high. I've never smoked weed in my life, but I take CBD sometimes. Um, it's not my favorite thing to take, but it definitely does help whether it's a placebo or not. Um, it really helps me talking to my support system. So my friends, my family, my mom, especially, um, box breathing. So you breathe in for four, you hold for four, you let go for four, and then you hold for four, and you can do that as many times as you want. Meditation, movement, um, journaling, those are the things that really help me, and leaning into like self-care practices. Going on a walk changes everything. Did it always come naturally just talking into a microphone for your podcast? Um, honestly, like no. I feel like at first I had to be really scripted, but as I've continued to podcast, I feel like it's become a lot more natural, um, a lot easier for me, a lot more second nature. And I feel like I'm talking to friends because you guys are my friends. You're my family. Um, but no, I feel like there's like this misconception that if you start anything, um, you have to be great at it on the get-go. Like if you start vlogging, you need to be like really great at editing and filming and getting content. Or if you start posting on Instagram, like your photos have to be like top-notch. Or if you start a podcast, like it has to be like top-level production, top-level content. Like no, everyone starts somewhere and the only way that you learn and improve is by doing. So just just do it. And no, it, it did not always come naturally. I feel like sometimes it's not supernatural, but I think it's all about that mindset and I'm just talking to some friends and we're chatting and it's great. How did you find your niche and start to provide value for your followers? Um, I think this comes through posting. I've been posting on Instagram. That was like the first platform I started with for four years. And the more you post, the more you figure out what um, content you like creating and what content resonates with your audience and you kind of learn more about yourself and your audience and what really motivates you and encourages you to post and what you love sharing about. Um, that's why like a lot of people stress that like if say you're starting a TikTok or an in Instagram is to post like super consistently and frequently because you're kind of doing like trial testing. Um, say like you post like five TikToks a day, you're going to figure out like out of those five TikToks on like Monday, you're going to find out which one performs the best out of that one and which one you enjoyed. 
making the most and then you can try that again on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And like the more you post, the sooner you know and the sooner you figure out what resonates with you and your audience. How do you meal prep? Do you have any preference according to a healthy balanced diet? I love to meal prep ingredients or like food. So like I don't meal prep like a box like with like chicken, broccoli, and rice. Like that's not my thing. But I'll meal prep like some vegetables and have them each in their own containers. I'll meal prep like a protein. I'll meal prep like rice or quinoa, like some sort of carb, um, and just have them in Tupperware in my fridge. And I like to keep like the seasoning pretty basic so that throughout the week I can add to it. Um, and that is not like the same like bland thing every single time and I don't get bored of it. I don't always meal prep, but I definitely go through phases where I meal prep some things for me to have ready throughout the week. How do you deal with days where you are unmotivated? Um, I think that's like where discipline and routine really comes into play. I really lean into my why and like why I'm doing the things that I do and why why I work out. Why do I wake up early? Well, I love waking up early because I love how productive it makes me feel. I love how it makes me feel like I'm starting my day headstrong. I love how it gives me time to really show up for myself and lean into that self-care in the mo- in the morning so I can fill up my cup before giving to others. I love sharing my life on Instagram because I get to connect with all of you guys and I love being creative and it's a creative outlet for me. It allows me to be creative, allows me to provide value, allows me to share my knowledge. I've always loved to share what I know with people. My friends call me Siri for a reason. Um, I just know random facts of information and I love helping others. I've always been someone that loves to help out other people. Um, So I think really leaning into your whys and like why you initially started doing it because motivation is so short term. It can go away like like a snap of a finger and it can disappear. But motivation is what keeps you going and your why is what keeps you going. So I think it's really important to acknowledge what your why is, whether you make note of this mentally or you write it down. I really encourage you to write it down somewhere. Um, So there's that. Favorite books. I haven't read in a while. Um... But let's go into my iBooks. I really haven't read in a while. I really need to get back into reading. I know I keep saying I'm going to, but we haven't. I really liked Red, White, and Royal Blue. I never finished it. I'm currently 56%. I read on my iPhone. Um, Beach Read was really good by Emily Henry. Anything by Renee Carlino is really good. In Five Years by Rebecca Surly or Searle. Surly, I think, was really good. November 9th by Colleen Hoover. Also, anything Colleen Hoover is amazing. Why Men Love Bitches was amazing. Um, In a Holidays by Christina Lauren was really good. Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Confessed by Colleen Hoover. It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. Wish You Were Here by Renee Carlino. The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren. Um, Normal People by Sally Rooney. Also a TV show. Really great. Um, One Day in December by Josie Silver was awesome. You Are Not Alone was really good. Anything by Sophie Randall is really good. Before We Were Strangers. I feel like that's a lot of books, but love all those. And we just have two more questions. So dealing with injuries. I think it's really important to rest when you have an injury. Um, You don't want to overtrain when you have an injury. That's going to make the injury so much worse. It's going to make it less likely that you're going to be able to recover from this injury. And we don't want to be prohibited from working out or moving or living life freely. So really lean into rehab. Um, If you can see a physiotherapist, a chiropractor, 
um, acupuncture, someone that can help you with your injury, highly, highly recommend. I love CBD muscle creams. I love um, Healy tape. It's a kinesiology tape with menthol and magnesium. Super great. But definitely take your rest when you are injured. Do not train through your injuries. I learned that the hard way through dance. Um, What made you decide to start lifting weights? I had seen a lot of girls on Instagram lifting weights and I was so inspired by like how strong they felt and like the confidence that they had and also like their physique, like obviously like they're still like a materialistic portion of like working out or an aesthetic. Um, We all want to like look fit and like jacked, you know, um, and toned and have muscle definition. But I really was inspired by all these girls lifting heavy in the gym and really challenging and pushing boundaries. And I wanted to try that for myself. Um, I had always done mostly body weight exercises, growing up dancing competitively and training that way. So I just wanted to try something new and I love trying new things and I love experimenting and trialing with my body and pushing the limits. And that's how I like kind of got into it. I started in second year with the power program on the sweat app with Kelsey Wells. And since then I've tried out so many different programs. I loved, I got even more into weightlifting with F45. Um, but that's really how I got into it. I think it was really just like Instagram and social media. And I think it really impacted me in that way. But that is the last of the questions from today's advice column. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Morning Ray. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the pod as that's how you can support us. Um, We are currently trending on Apple Podcasts Canada. I don't know about the states because I can't see that. And we actually hit top 30 in the Canadian Apple Podcast education charts. So thank you so, so, so much. If you want to stay on the charts, I would love if you left a little rating and review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you are. And I hope you guys have an amazing day, an amazing week. I love you all so, so, so much. I have incredible episodes coming up. Um, Can't wait for you to hear that. But I love you so much and we'll chat soon. Bye, guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.